What's up, family? It's Auntie CJ here, back again with another podcast entry. I'm driving home. I had a long day. Had a long day, but I had a good day overall. And I wanted to share what I gathered today from TikTok. I watched a video, and this lady said that she started a new job and within two months she was laid off so she decided to pack up well no she didn't even pack up she sold all her things and she moved to a different state 26 hours away from her home um she went to vegas and she says she doesn't know what she's doing next she doesn't really have any jobs lined up because she doesn't have any bills and i love that for her like she's literally living my dream life because i am allergic to work like i'm just i just don't feel like i was born to work and i just don't agree that because I was born and because like I naturally need a place to stay I don't understand why I have to pay for housing food water electricity like I don't even understand I don't and I know like you could break it down politically and logically but me personally like why would God <laughs> why would they why would my parents I was really angry at my mama I'm like why would you have me if you didn't want to provide for me for the rest of my life, like, that's crazy. And she's like, well, you have to do the same thing that I did. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, no, girl. Because me personally, I had this real strong grudge against her because she had seven other kids. You know, I can understand if I was her only child and she was trying and she she was barren and she couldn't have children. No, she was very fertile and she I made number eight for my mom and my dad. Like, what were y'all thinking? Especially, my dad was a serial baby maker. And uh, he did not stay around, even to the woman he got married to. So, I mean, my dad did marry my mom, but that's, that's not the point. The point is, they did not stay together. They did not last together. They were two habitual people who dated had relations created babies and was like oh i'm going over to the next one like no 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 stop laying down okay stop doing these permanent things okay with temporary situations and feelings like we are so ruled by our feelings and emotions and pleasure and da 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 like human beings let's be for real that's not what i want to talk about um, sorry, I went on a tangent. <laughs> That's real personal to me. That's where my trauma and my depression and anxiety stems from. Like, I don't even, like, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with my life, for real. If you really look at my life, there's nothing wrong. The, the, the thing that's wrong with it is that I'm alive and that I'm really battling and struggling every day to stay alive and to just fall in line with the matrix and fall in line with work and fall in line with paying back this debt falling in line with all of these things but the girl on the video she was like you know what i really had 
to do was affirm what I actually desired. And she's like, I was manifesting more work because, um, you know, I'm telling myself, like, I love to work. I love to work. When in actuality, no, I don't actually. And like, she's like, yeah, I actually now I use the manifestation of I love getting paid for just being me. And essentially, that's the influencer. You know, all of us, of course, want to be famous and go viral online and just make money doing YouTube, make money doing TikToks, you know, doing an ambassador, promoter, and such. And I'm like, you know what? I really love, like, seriously, I mean, I can get paid for the podcast. It's just I don't feel... I don't, I don't know. I have imposter syndrome. I, I don't feel like I deserve it at this stage because I'm not really putting in a lot of effort. Um, I'm just trying to whip my feet and get cu- accustomed and used to recording because I feel like if I am getting paid, I really do need to treat it like a job. And right now it's just a hobby for me. So, and I don't feel like doing the taxes and all of that, trying to give the IRS any more of my money that I didn't make so anyways um but I would love to be like a full-time podcaster (laughs) and so I'm like you know what let's actually focus on the things that we want let's let's call it out into existence and let's be optimistic and positive about what our true desires and aspirations are and like there's nothing too big nothing too crazy outrageous like if it's already done why can't you do it why not why not you why not me why wouldn't it work like let's be for real um and the worst thing is that it doesn't but the worst thing to do is to not try at all not even you know apply yourself and put yourself in a position to get the things that you actually want for your life and it's all about alignment and about letting things go that's just not working like you know this is not something that you want for yourself so get rid of it especially like people in relationships like oh my goodness I really was reflecting about my siblings like my exchange relationship with them and I'm like I have been really just battling codependency and acceptance and validation with them and the thing is like I'm the youngest And so I don't relate to none of them. And I always just wanted to be chosen and picked. I always wanted to be the favorite, you know. And so me and one of my sisters are really close. And she did provide that sort of nest and security for me. Like, oh my gosh, she really cared about me. She really loved me. But the thing is, it was really, I was beneficial to her because, um, because of my people pleasing tendencies and because I would just watch her kids well really I didn't have a choice because I was living with her and like it was that whole narcissist relationship that we had and she was feeding me I was feeding her and it was just a whole lot of mess and I'm just looking into it now and I'm like you know what these people are not good for me and I've been like really holding on to them just in fear of being alone and being abandoned and neglected again but 
it's really all about accepting that I'm okay and that I will survive and that it's better to be alone than be surrounded by bad company you know because a lot of my depression a lot of my anxiety was just by me suppressing how I truly felt about people and basically being passive about being mistreated and done wrong and taken advantage of and just oh whatever it's okay I'll take this because I don't want them to leave my life because if they leave then I'll have nobody and it's like "Mm, but you'll be better off without nobody I promise you that it's not as lonely as you think and like being alone and lonely are two different things because you could feel lonely surrounded by a lot of people and this is like the root of depression essentially because people always like it's a stigma on depression they always just assume oh you're just not taking showers oh you're not brushing your teeth oh you're not getting work done no you could be a high functioning depression person you could have a great job you could have a nice car you could have a boyfriend you could have all the material all the money okay you could be you could be in a group of friends you could come from a big family and yet and still battle depression and anxiety because at the end of the day it feels fake and in our minds it's telling us like the littlest thing if somebody doesn't respond to a text in time or somebody ignores us then like the voices are oh well they must don't care about you and they they don't want to be your friend or you should cut them off or they don't like you and it's really about like they don't like me and if some if you do something wrong it gets exaggerated in our minds and we're like oh well maybe if I do this maybe if I do that and it's all of these mind tricks and mind games going on and your mind if you allow it will play tricks on you especially being negative especially being pessimistic because what you see sometimes is not always the reality and so maybe you see somebody that's not responding and you feel like they ghosted you but that's really not the case like they're literally battling depression they're isolated and trying to get well and recharge themselves and you taking it personally but you don't know that because they're also not vocal about whether or not they're going through something because not everybody is like yeah I'm having a hard time and like wearing it on their sleeve like that's not normal so a lot of times it's it's miscommunication and mixed messages being sent both ways or whatever and people take it personally and like mental health is is so invisible but it's so real and I really just don't like the lack of information that we have on it and I really hate the stigma because a lot of people just you're not depressed you're just sad or I'm depressed too and it's like yeah it's easy to say you're depressed if um as a label but you don't really like you're not really depressed because depressed people regardless if they're aware of it or not and they can admit that they're depressed but depression is not a badge of honor it's not somebody something it's not something to brag about like when people are saying like yo 
I'm depressed, you know. It's, you can tell in the tone and the context. But, like, when somebody does a rebuttal and say, oh, me too, me too, you don't think I got anxiety? And it's like, don't invalidate my experience just because it doesn't look like yours. It's not one size fit all. And I cannot stand that about neurotypical people, for real, because some people just refuse refuse to take the time to have empathy and it's that for me because if the world had more empathy it would be a better place but like people just don't care and I I hate that for us because if we took some time to actually listen to people and listen to their stories and listen to how they feel and not project to them and tell them how they feel not explain for them not now why are you riding in the street little boy this this how little kids get hit um not today <laughs> not by me um but yeah so i definitely feel like i'm going to be more active and be more mindful and intentional about um using my tongue wisely and also creating the life that I actually want because I'm literally um, just coming to the point where because I'm, I'm, I'm being honest like I can say to him blue in the face that I love this job I love helping people whatever but if I'm being for real like this job takes so it takes a toll on me because it would be a nice job if it was if it was stable far as if I had a set schedule the rules were the rules this is this but like literally every day something changes and literally it's like dealing with unhinged people with power and they're like do this because I said so and if you don't do it you're being insubordinate and that for me it's always a problem for me because I am on the autistic spectrum which means that the injustice that I face every day at work is a struggle for me and I can't do nothing but swallow it and you know just keep going and keep pushing and keep praying because I need the job to pay the bills and then at the end of the day it's like okay but I'm just working and I'm just making enough to pay the bills and it's like is life worth living is it really (laughs) because what am I here for like what am I doing and it's like no don't take your life away because you don't like your job take the job away take the job away and the thing is it's not that it can't it won't ever happen. It's just that it takes time and preparation. And so it takes money to make money. And it definitely takes money to not work. So until I find myself out of this, then this is what I must do. So I'm going to work with a positive attitude. And at the same time, I'm praying to God and asking God to deliver me from this so that this is not the rest of my life. Because I see my coworkers, especially the older ones, and it's sad. It's really sad. I I pity all old 
working people. And I know sometimes, you know, work is essential and it is a part of life, but I don't feel like work is life unless you make it your life. Um, because you can always cut back on a lot of unnecessary things, especially me, like all this unnecessary impulse shopping that I do. Like I, I should have more money than I have, but it's the mismanagement of my money and my emotions and trying to live for today, not really caring about tomorrow, but every tomorrow that comes, you know, it's set back from what I do today. And so today I blow my money, then tomorrow I won't have no money. And the cycle repeats. And in order to change it, you have to change things. Because if nothing changes, then nothing changes. So it's just all about knowing and using your mind correctly. So... The advice that I have to anybody, and not really to anybody, but to the mildly critical people who battle any mental health, is to start small, start slow, and start with your mind. It's all about your mind. If you change your mind, you can change your life. And I think Joyce Meyer, or either Joyce Meyer, or um, what's that man, Joel Olsen. One of them got a book called Change Your Mind, Change Your Life. I think it's Joyce Meyer. At any rate, um, it all starts in the head. And, like, you, some people, you know, I have a vivid imagination. Like, if I think about something, like, I can see it. And, like, some things, like, I'm like, "Mm -mm, I don't see that for me. Like, and if I can't see it, then I don't believe it. I have a very strong intuition and... I just know sometimes you just know and that's another thing I want to talk about is just following your gut because the body knows exactly how you feel and what the mind tends to forget but the body keeps the score that's another book I don't know who it's by but that book was really long but it was really good and informative and so the body stores everything that we experience and so sometimes you know you can feel like tightness in your throat or your stomach because I know I know from experience that a lot of times the pain is stuck in my throat and it's because I've held my tongue so much that my throat hurts and I literally can't breathe and like the words won't even come out and it's crazy because during those moments, people like to test me the most. And they're like, well, what do you have to say for yourself? Da, da, da. And now I'm like, oh, I can't. Like, I literally can't talk. And if I try, it, it's really hard. And I end up crying or something. And I be trying to avoid that because people view tears as weakness. But tears are my strength. Anytime that I've ever had to cry anything out, you better believe that I came out stronger on the other side. Because I gave them tears, okay, were from God. God allowed us to cry for a reason. There's a reason. I don't know. But there's a cleansing of the soul when you cry. People always trying to hold in their tears. Nope, not me. I will cry it out. Like, sometimes if I haven't cried in a long time, I'll find something to make me cry. Like, literally, 
the freaking commercial from the homeless people or dogs, something like I can read a book and I'm like, oh my god, I said it because you need that release. We, it is not healthy to hold none of this in, and for what? For what? Hold it in for what? Okay. There are no life rewards. There are no. There are no consequences for feeling our feelings, feeling our emotions, and being our authentic selves. So, I 100% recommend. I don't care who you, um, who you have to cut off, who you have to disprove, and who doesn't like it. But you come first. You are a priority in your life. Okay. But me personally, this is the order of life right god comes first me second and everything else lasts everything else lasts i weigh everything with life and death i know it's not accurate or you know it's not common but it works for me and like there are no gray areas there's a you either got it or you don't there's no almost you know you either do it or you don't there's no try what is try did you try it? No. Did you do it or you didn't do it? Okay? <laughs> because word is bond. And let's only say things that we mean and mean what we say so that when it comes to us, we hold ourselves with accountability and integrity to say that we are a person with dignity. Okay? And we're responsible for everything that we do and say. It, it could all be so simple. But a lot of people make it hard. And I think the people that make it hard, I think it's a projection because everything is hard for them. So, you know, it's the whole hurt people, hurt people. So I feel like those people who have it hard make it hard for others because they want other people to experience the same effort it took for them to figure it out or understand it. That's all I can come up with because it doesn't make sense to me, like, why people are, like, intentionally manipulative, intentionally, like, mean, like, what? who did this to you? Why are you like this? Like, I literally, I, I literally would love to interview these people, like, what is wrong with you? Like what's wrong? What happened? You didn't get a hug as a as a baby? Do you need a hug? Like no, for real. Like <laughs> I recommend just going out asking people, do you need a hug? Or just tell people, you know, I need a hug. And hugs do so much for us. So that's a um, good social trick to uh, build your social need. But yeah, no. Um, it's crazy out here, man. It's crazy. But I'm just taking it one day at a time. And, uh, yeah. So that's all I got. Have a good day and a better tomorrow. Love yourself. Love others. Be patient. Be kind. Be humble. Be gentle. And mind your business. Peace.